0: Siddur Snippets are sponsored in this Chos of Rafu for Adol Bas Alta Tachayah. We are concluding our explanation of Mizmur Shir Hanukkah Sabayas the David, Kapital Lamed, Lamid, Psalm 30. David Amalek writes about his anticipation, the building of the Beis HaMikdash his joy, as we've been discussing, either being healed from personal illness or anticipation of the validation of healing, repairing from the damage, the mistake with Batsheva and the validation that Hashem is allowing Shlomo HaMelech to build the Beis HaMikdash, and the themes that we've seen throughout this uh, Mizmor, that even though God gets angry for a moment, and Bilaam tried to capitalize and leverage that moment of anger that God had during the day, we know that Chaim Birtz No. at the same time, Hashem wills us to live. Rav Elio Lopian, in his Lev Elio, writes, Chaim Birtz really is a description of our existence altogether. Chaim, our life, our mere existence is Bir no. it's only with His will. We have no existence independent of His consent. If we're here, if we're alive, it's because Hashem has more for us to accomplish, He's renewed our contract, we have a mission to which we f- f- fulfill, it is Chaim. Our very life is Bir no. Is only because He wills. That I mentioned this morning in the Amunashir, the Balatanya, the Alter Rebbe has a Mashal as a metaphor. If you were to close your eyes right now and picture a red car, the image of the red car would exist, but only so long as you're picturing it. The moment you open your eyes and start thinking about something else, the image ceases to exist. Is the red car real? Is the image there? Yeah, as long as you imagine it. Stop imagining it, it disappears. The Baal Tanya says, not with a red car, but we are in Hashem's mind's eye, K'viachal. Hashem uses his divine imagination, and the image, the illusion of our existence is there. But it's only beard so no. It only is as long as he imagines us. Once he stops imagining us, then the image, our illusion, the illusion of our reality, of our life, ceases. So Rav Lopian says, Chaim, every day we say this paragraph, and we remember, as we begin our day, as we introduce psuke de Chaim, our very life, is only beard so no. We uh, mentioned last time, Eilecha Hashem Ekra, v'el, v'el Hashem Eschanan, it's incongruous. Begins with Eilecha, to you, direct, casual, comfortable to Hashem. You we call out, Viel Hashem, but now we stopped referring to God directly. Now while we continue to talk to Him, we talk as if we're describing about Him. Eilecha, to you, God I call, Viel Hashem, and to Hashem, as if He's not here, or we're not talking to Him, Eschanan. So I saw an interesting explanation that, what does this mean? Eilecha means that in times where we feel divine providence, there are moments in our lives that we can see, we can feel almost palpably and tangibly the guiding hand of Hashem, the supporting hand of Hashem. In those moments, Eilecha, to you, I see you, I feel you, I identify your presence, your support, your love. And Ekra, I call out to thank you. I call out to ask you to continue. I call out because I feel your presence so palpably and I call out. But there are moments in our life of the El Hashem. I don't feel like He's here. I don't feel His presence. I don't feel His love. I continue to know philosophically, theologically, of course, with Amuna and Bitachon and Tveikos, I know there's a Ribbon I know there's a Master of the Universe. And I know He's intervening and interceding in my life. But there are periods, there are tkufas of our life that are tkufas of v'el Hashem. That I'm speaking to him, I know he's there, eschanan, I appeal to him, I call out to him, but it's not as feeling that I'm in his presence. This pasta captures the tension that there are times in our life of eilecha, there are times that I see him, I feel him, I know he's there, and there are times of v'el Hashem, but David Amelach reminds us that no matter what I'm feeling, and no matter the nature of the relationship at that moment whether it's closeness or distance whether it's access or feeling like i'm blocked in all cases it's ekra and eschanan, we still turn directly to, to hashem this is the haros atfilo the sefer haros atfilo points this out ma bidami biriti shachas shachas hayircha afar hashem ma betza what's the point bidami in my blood biriti shachas if i go down to the pit Hayod afar to the people who are dust, Hayagira Mitacha, meaning Hashem, chayim bir my life is only with your will, your consent. So what would be the point if I wasn't here? If my life ends, if I meet my ends, I can't praise you. And I can't make choices that bring me closer to you. And I can't build our relationship. I can't repair your world. I can't be marbek vod shamayim so if I go down down to the pit what good is my existence how can I contribute to your vision and mission for this world now down to the pit again is a throwback David HaMalik already said he's been making these allusions and references which some understand mean quite literally if I meet my ends if I confront my mortality if I die if I go to Gehenna I can't I have no more I have no free will I can't impact your world. But it could also mean the pit of despair, the pit of hopelessness. If I go to a dark place, if I go to a place where the Yitzhahara conquers me, I go to a place where I don't feel your presence, I can't lean on you with hope and with faith and with optimism, then what good am I? So Hashem, help keep me above the pit. Lift me out. Don't let me slide to a place of hopelessness and despair. Keep me to a place of Eilecha Hashem Ekra, where I always believe and I yet trust, and I put my faith and my trust in You. Shema Hashem v'chaneni, Hashem hayayuzerli. Here, Hashem, be gracious to me. Hashem hayayuzerli, be my helper. Help me, help me. David Hamelech is positioning himself that despite the monarchy, royalty, being a warrior and a poet, despite the position of power and honor, in the end of the day, he knows and understands. He submits. It's all up to Hashem. I need your help. I need your help. So as we begin to recite de Zimra, and as we're beginning our day by davening, we're introducing our davening by remembering why we're asking Him for help. Why not just start our day? Forget asking for help. Go to work. Forget asking for help. Go be healthy. Go to the doctor. Go exercise. Why are we asking Him for help? David HaMelech is establishing the precedent. He's reminding us, Shema Hashem v'chaneni. HaFachta Mespidi Pitahta sakiva ta' Azreni you turned my mourning into dancing. You pitahta, you opened up my sackcloth, the garment of despair, but ta'azreni simcha, like like Ozer Bigvura, you you put a belt, you girded me with simcha, with joy. It's incongruous. It should say, if it's a faqta if you turn my mourning into dancing, my sackcloth, it should be vata azreni, clothing of simcha. What does it mean? Vata simcha. Rav Kook says, because we can wear simcha. It is clothing of simcha. It is congruous. It is consistent. You took off my sackcloth of mourning. You dressed me joy. Should be, you dressed me clothing. The answer is, we wear joy. Some people walk around with a fabissim, a miserable, resentful, angry, dissatisfied, unhappy face. Our, ponum, our faces are Rashis arabim. But Hashem, you enabled me that no matter what was going on in my life, no matter the challenge, the suffering, and no matter what I was confronted, you strengthened me, you girded me simcha. I wore an expression of simcha. I, that was the garment of simcha. That's what I adorned myself. That's what I wore. HaFakhtah, and you changed my misbe- you changed my mourning, lemacholi, into dancing. What does it mean to change mourning into dancing? Rav explains that all hardships in the world... The challenge of the suffering are appreciation. When we encounter those, they help us appreciate the good. When we experience the negative, Hazor and Bedima, when one plants with with tears, when with effort with toil, then we're able to harvest with rina, with joy. Therefore, glory will sing praise to you, Hashem. I'm not going to be silent. I, I lean on you for help. I feel your help. You transform from mourning to dancing. You enable me no matter what I'm going through to wear the garment of simcha. And therefore I refuse to be silent. Hashem, my God, I'm always going to praise you. What does it mean we end with this? I will sing with kavod. So the Das Mikra commentary on Tehillim says, It means I will sing a song that gives you kavod. Hashem, because I'm leaning on you and I'm grateful to you, the song I sing will be a song that gives kavod honor and respect to you. But there are adak, the to the Sion, the Malbim, and others say no. The word kavod, the word kavod is another name for the neshama. The Balamor, in his introduction to his commentary on Brachos, quotes other verses where the word kavod is used to describe the neshama. We're ending this mizmor, and I end tonight our introduction to this uh, mizmor, Shir Chanukah sabai L'David. That Lamanya Zamercha Chavod means my neshama will sing out to you. This is the ultimate introduction to Psuke de Zimra, verses of Zimra, Laman Yezamercha Chavod. My Chavod, what is my greatest honor? It's not my body, my physique, my appearance, the aesthetic, the vanity of who I am. My Chavod, a person's honor is their neshama. So Lamanya Zamercha Chavod, Hashem, I'm about to say Psukei de Zimra, my soul sings to you. I'll get to the goof when I go to work. I'll get to the guf at breakfast. I'll get to the guf with coffee. I'll get to the guf in the gym. I'll get to the guf after davening. But for the next, whatever period of time that davening takes, my kavod, my neshama is about to sing to you.